Thank you. Good evening. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, it's my first time, and I have to tell you, um, I've enjoyed myself since the since the time I walked in. Um, I want to talk with you about something that you might know something about already. Um, I'll just ask, how many of you are familiar with Lectio Divina? Okay, how many have you practiced it? Wonderful, wonderful. Well, those of you who are unaware and don't practice it, this is your opportunity to join in. You know, this is a, a discipline, a practice that is, uh, comes out of the Christian tradition. And it's a very interesting one because although uh, it has a tradition, a historicity about it, it's very contemporary. It's about reading the scripture, but reading it not as just a word, but as a living document that speaks to you, speaks to where you're at now, and gives you that opportunity to get into that unique space to be in the presence of God. You know, there are different steps that have been um, stated about uh, this practice. Some say there's four, some says there are five, some say there's six. I'm going to work with six tonight. I'm going to start off that in order for us to talk about really being intentional about being in a space with God, we need to do some preparation, mental preparation. You know, because we are bombarded, I know I am, with so much all the time um, that it's just hard for me sometimes to be with myself. So to try to, with intentionality, to say, this is a time that I want to devote to being with God with the intention of creating a greater intimacy in that relationship. That's my intention. So I want to talk about preparation for that. For some persons... That preparation means a specific place. I'm going to share with you a, a song that talks about a particular place. And she closed the door before she talked to the Lord. She said this. And she closed the door before she talked to the Lord. She said this. Ah. Uh-huh. 
want to see. Listen, I want to see the hands of you that are going to be a doctor in the sick room. For many people, when they prepare to try to be in close relationship, they look at a specific place. This is a song that talks about a woman who looks at a closet, her own private place, where she goes in and she talks about speaking to Jesus as if Jesus was a doctor, one who writes out all of her prescriptions He gives me all of my medicine in my room. The song goes on later to say that there's joy in the room. After she's able to be there, she experiences joy in the room. The intent of Lectia Divina is to lead you into a process where you come into a contemplative rest, a rest, a joy a peace, in a place that's too deep for words. You go through this process of getting there. So we start off by finding what is that place for us. And for everyone, it can be a different place. Um, It could be a particular room. It could be a particular posture. For some people, they find it that they want to sit in a particular way. Some people want to have a particular garment. They might have a prayer shawl that allows them to once again feel that this is the position. This is how I get ready so that now I can make myself with intentionality seeking to close that gap between me and God. That's the first step. That's not there on your paper. We're going to go into the, what your first step is. We talk about Lectio. Lectio Divina is called divine reading. It's reading the scriptures for them to have an opportunity to speak directly to you, to what's happening to you right now. So this is the reading part where it's done out loud. Now, this, this reading is not done for you to Uh, do an intellectual critique or exegesis of the scripture. This is to hear the words, to just hear the words. You know, for, for many years in the early Christian church, the Bible, the written word, wasn't available to many. And for those that it might be available to, many couldn't read. So they could only hear the word. And they would listen attentively. And they might not remember all that they they heard but they would pull out the words that seemed to speak to them. And during the week, they would think over those words. You know, and that's one of my pet peeves sometimes when persons read scripture. I still think about persons who are really just listening to hear. For whatever reason, they might not read later. They're really listening intently. They want to hear those words that are there. They're not wanting to hear a dramatization, they want to hear those words and see how they speak to them. Second step, meditating on those words. You know, we talk about utilizing the scripture and knowing the scripture, but we're not trying to know it or just to have knowledge of it, intellectual knowledge. We want to feel it. 
experience it. It's like the wind. I'm not from the Midwest. And um, I've gotten to really know the wind <laughs> coming to the, to the Midwest. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I can read about it. I can see pictures of leaves pushing the wind. I know about hurricanes and tornadoes. But when I walk out my house and the wind catches me, it hits me hard in my face. Or the door pops back on me. Or I almost miss my footing because of the wind. I have a different level of knowing the wind. It's not just something that's in my head, but it's something that now I've experienced. I have various feelings about it. I know when it teases me, when it cools me off if I'm at the beach. I know when it whips me in the winter. I know about the wind in a much different way. So I can meditate on it. Third step, Horatio. This is when we move from hearing the word that we have talked about orally, and it moves from our head to it touches our heart. There's something in what we read that seems to perplex us, reassure us, maybe even anger us. It speaks to us in a way that it might not speak to anyone else. This is the time where we also want to now speak to God about this word. You know, I, I think sometimes it's, um, I've heard persons say, you know, right now I'm not on speaking terms with God. Um, things have happened. I don't quite understand why things are going the way they are. It's oftentimes when we are able to listen to what the word is saying to us. Have you ever just listened to see if it's saying anything to you? Do you find it sometimes saying something to you that maybe you've heard it over and over and over and over, but this particular time, either in your reading aloud or someone else reading aloud, it seems to speak to you. Right now, not necessarily to the crowd that it was written to initially. You know, I like when um, it sort of said, for those who feel um, burdened and heavy laden, um, come to me and I'll give you rest. That's what Lecto Divina wants to do. It wants to say that, you know, there are times in our lives when we feel overwhelmed. And hearing the word sometimes will allow us to hear something, let us meditate on something, and let us get into a conversation with God that will allow us to experience some rest. Stage four, to lay back into it, 
Relationships take work. I don't care what the nature of the relationship is, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a work relationship, where it's a relationship between persons who care very, very deeply with each other. They take work. They take giving it the time, the space. Can you think about getting to a point where you're able to just sit and feel comforting in a relationship and you don't have to exchange words? So it's a good feeling. But then what do you do after you've experienced this? According to the four steps here, there's still a step afterwards. And it's a step like what you're doing tonight at the open table. It's a step of action. Now that you're able to make your experience that leads you from a reading to a meditating to a praying then to just a contemplation. When you move from that step, that next step is, how do you now live it out in your day-to-day motion? I have here, on the back, a scripture that I wanted us to do together. and try to go through the steps together. What I'm going to ask is that, I guess just sort of like popcorn, if someone would just stand up and read one, and then would someone stand up and read two, all the way down to 11, and would we all just listen and see what we hear? God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult, Selah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. That is in the midst of the city, shall not be moved. I will open it the morning dawn. The nations are in an uproar, the kingdoms totter, he utters his voice, the earth melts. <coughs> The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolation he has brought on earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the vow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations, and I am exalted in the earth. So 
Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. I'm going to ask you now for step two. Read it yourself silently and identify what speaks to you out of here. Step three, we're going to do a little bit differently. I'd ask if you would just turn to a person next to you, and would you just ask the person, what spoke to you? And then vice versa. to cut you short but we have to do another step now you have two perspectives you know what spoke to you and you know what spoke to your neighbor I ask with that knowledge if you do something a small prayer these prayers should be short pointed prayers a very short prayer for what spoke to you pray about it a short pointed prayer The longing that you feel to be connected, the desire, the feeling of despair, desperation, doesn't start in you. It's given to you according to the scripture. James says that the spirit is implanted and it gives us this longing. We're just making a response. We're seeking to get closer. So it's not unusual that we sometimes feel this sense of despair, this feeling of a need. I want a more intimate feeling with God. It's in all of us. We were created with it. And this is just one method to try to close that space to try to get into that space with intentionality, to try to come in and to put out some of our chaos and all those other things that's going on, trying to just be there so that we can know we're seeking to be there. So now that you've done that, that you've prayed, I'm going to ask that you take just a few moments now to rest in that. You know what caught your attention. You've spoken to God about it. Can you rest in it?
We seek God. We want to know God. We want to grow with God. Not just growing for ourselves, but we want to grow so that we can share what we know, what we feel, not just with God, but with others. And that takes us to another step that's not written down there, but it's, it's called activio. Then it pushes us into not just an attitude, but into an action of how we carry ourselves, of how we think about things, of how we do things. So as I close out, I think I want to leave you with the words that Paul gave to the church of Ephesus. It's found in Ephesians 3. He said, I pray that you be rooted and established in love, that you may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Thank you. Thank you.